I'm Arielle. And I'm Ricky, and together we make the Bravo Critics. This is the place where we discuss pop culture news and all things Bravo. We'll also have interviews with some really cool people, including some of our favorite Bravo celebrities. So grab a drink and hang with us. Everyone's a critic. What's up, Bravo Critics? Welcome back. We are here for our first Critics Critique of the Week for the month of June, and it is officially Pride Month, so happy Pride Month to everyone. Hey, happy Pride! I know, it's like, I feel like I get like a special like gold pass to do whatever I want this month, being a gay guy. (laughs) Well, live your life. (laughs) it's like you're like speeding you're like oh i'm gay it's pride month (laughs) i uh got to if you know most people know i'm from chicago and i got to see the raising of the pride flag downtown last week so that was cool so i caught i caught that and put a little video up on my story so it's always nice when you get to catch the city doing some cool things and i'm sure we're going to see so much throughout the month yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, I, I live in Oklahoma, so there aren't a lot of um, pride flags being <laughs> raised around the city <laughs> over here. But I, I love seeing that, you know, of course, I, I always love Chicago and it's such a great city. I mean, yeah. is this, like, I mean, how's everything going? What's Chicago? What's new in Chicago these days? Well, I feel like, you know, besides for it being a million degrees and then, you know, 60 degrees and rainy, just the huge. But I'm like so ready for summer in the city. All the good rooftops and the bars and the cocktails, you know, that's that's my fave. But I got to tell you, I've been obsessed <clears throat> lately with the Johnny Depp trial. That's all I've kind of been. <laughs> so the fact that that is now lifted and the verdict has been read, I can maybe go back to some sort of civilization because I was kind of under a rock watching that for the past I mean, I think shit, it was almost a month. So, and I kind of jumped on that train late, but I mean this, so we are recording this just a few days after the verdict was read. Um, So this is still very uh, fairly new news, but Johnny Depp has been um, basically cleared in the case against Amber Heard. And now she is going to be appealing the case. So we're going to get to go on this ride again. I mean, they did this in the UK. So this was their US case. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really keep up with it very much at all, except for the highlights. You know, I've said this before, but these two people are just both so wild, so toxic. And it's like, I'm sure it was so fun at the beginning of their relationship. Oh, I'm but it sure. sounds like things were dark for a very, very long time. Oh, I mean, that that was the most toxic is the perfect word for that relationship. Um, and, you know, we are actually going to have something coming up for you guys uh, in the coming weeks. Um, we had an interview with a really cool guest. And uh, we got to kind of dive in a little bit into the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation, but just that entire kind of genre. Um, and it was definitely an interesting conversation. But those people need help, I think. You know, I think we can all kind of do with a little bit of therapy. I think we'll all be okay in the world if we work on ourselves a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. But they definitely need to like go and work on themselves. And the fact that they're going to be doing this again. Therapy. They need Right. They like need to go lock themselves like away on an island and like get. I'm pretty sure he owns an island too. He does. He does. Um, They need like the Buddhist. They need everybody. They need everybody. The Dalai Lama. Everybody needs to come and help them because they need, they need it. But the fact that they're going to be actually opening these wounds again, I wonder how many years it's going to take for this to kind of come to fruition again. But it's just like, okay, I don't know if we'll be as interested the second or third time around, technically. The shit in the bed. Did you hear about that? Yeah. She shit shit in the bed and then went to Coachella. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Ramona Singer story. Oh, (laughs) but I mean, I feel like it, it was definitely, it was a situation. So if you guys... 
sure if you didn't if you didn't keep up with it, you can see some highlights somewhere. <laughs> it was all just really wild. You know, I'm sort of glad it's over because it's like it was too much. Yeah. It's like these people don't even need this attention and like just seeing them coming out of the courthouse and like how they'd sort of like be like waving to fans and stuff like that. And it's like you should really kind of be ashamed of what was Wait. like divulged about you. <laughs> Did you see too they have like footage of Amber Heard's attorney geeking out over Johnny Depp? Yeah, like, I saw that. Years ago. And I'm just like, hey, she's a person too, okay? Just, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. She's lucky. She got paid. She was doing a job. You know, she wasn't there to make friends, but she sucked. <laughs> yeah. The thing for me is I've never been one of those. Like, I feel like people either, like, are obsessed with Johnny Depp or you don't really care for him. And I'm on, I'm on the side where I don't really care for him. I don't really get the obsession. I never really have. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan. I don't dislike him, um, but m my very dear girlfriend is his number one fan. So that is, and I use that line because I watched Misery last night, and she kept saying that the whole movie. I'm your number one fan. I'm your number one fan, which was so cringy. It's so creepy. I, I mean, I feel like anytime a celebrity watched that movie, like anytime afterwards, and they meet someone new, they're like, "Oh shit, this could be the person that's gonna like." lock me up and make me you know write a book or act out the scenes and uh, oh my god it was good. it was so crazy and i'm like i don't even know if i can watch this guy the same on buddy the elf uh, <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious so what's going on with you ricky what's new and exciting anything um i mean not really a whole lot you know like i said it's pride month so there's like all sorts of fun little gay activities coming up that i'll probably get into you know there's always the drag queen bingos there's the parade there's picnics you know all sorts of different events so you know i'll probably check into some of that i'm not really much of a summer person so this is sort of when i don't like doing as much because i like going out in the winter i like when it's like really cold and crisp and in oklahoma it's so hot and i just it's yeah. not letting me live my best life you're too sweet you melt Exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's out there running the streets, though, because it's June, getting away with his trouble over there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how the month goes. I mean, you know, there's just a lot to look forward to this month. So, yeah, it was a good month. It was a good month in um, the Bravo universe, I mean. And then we've had some Beverly Hills for a few weeks now. And we got to have the premiere of Dubai and June is only a few days in. So, I mean, we've got a big, big month ahead of us. So I'm excited. You want to talk some Bravo? Yeah, let's get into Beverly Hills. I mean, that was, I mean, the show just keeps on getting higher and higher ratings. It's really crazy to see how many people are tuning in. It's like, I, I think it is a good show, but nothing really is happening. Um, they they have their storyline for the season. I mean, Dorit was of a she was robbed at gunpoint, and therefore that is everybody's storyline for the entire season, and that's unfortunate. I will tell you that this last episode, what episode did we just watch? Was it the fourth episode or the third? I cannot remember. But regardless of the fact, we're a few episodes in. I think it was episode three we just watched. And it was a little interesting because we had a few more players kind of enter the game, I feel like, with a little bit of another storyline, at least a layer in terms of, you know, the dynamics with Crystal and Garcelle. And I can't wait to talk and kind of get your thoughts on that situation because I feel like Garcelle, and if anybody didn't watch this, I mean, you didn't watch the, you're not caught up. I mean, we're not going to give like mucho spoilers, but we're going to chat it. But I feel like you definitely should go back and watch. But if not, we'll hit the high points. We'll yeah. hit the high points for you. But I feel like Garcelle has really been a lot more vocal last season, this season as well. But she is stirring the pot just as much as Kyle is. And I'm not mad at her for it. Like, let's I'm do not it. either. And I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people are surprised that she was sort of coming for Crystal. But you have to remember, 
Garcelle's writer dies sudden. So I know. she's not going to like do something that makes her girl look bad. Her girl look put bad. Her, puts her girl in bad light. I get that. And, and they and her and Garcelle and Sutton have a very solid real friendship. But the thing that didn't sit great with me in terms of Garcelle, and I may go back and look at the editing of this just to see if the timing was right. Because at one point, Garcelle goes, I don't, I, I, I feel buzzed. They were drinking the Bloody Marys, right? But then yeah. there was another scene where they didn't even have the drinks yet. And so I was, and that came after. So I'm like, okay, they cut this whole scene up. Then Crystal comes and she act, she calls Crystal, oh, come here. Let's just have a chat for 10 minutes. And then Crystal comes and she fucking turns on her. Yeah. And I was like, you lured her here as a as an ally, and then you were the one that turned the gun and cocked back. Like, and you took aim, and you pulled the trigger. I think the other women were really surprised yeah. that she went ahead and did that. <laughs> I definitely don't think Crystal was expecting it. I wasn't expecting no. it either. No. Well, especially because at that point, it wasn't even about, like, the, the whole thing with Sutton hadn't even come out yet, which I don't know. Like, it's still... It's still really crazy. I want to know what she said. And it's like. Why didn't they come with her? Now that I, you just say that. Why did it? Because Sutton, Diana, and Crystal all stayed at a hotel. When Garcelle called and the car was coming there. Wouldn't you think that Crystal would be like. Come with me Sutton. Let's just like nip this in the butt. But no. She didn't yeah, even. Did she like, text Sutton? This isn't my shit. So I'm staying out of it. <laughs> Like, what the hell? So that's like, or do you think that Garce, or do you think that Crystal went, Garcelle called, and do you think Crystal went to kind of maybe see if she could discreetly just kind of, you know, end the things? Because th you would think she, her, she didn't throw Sutton under the bus yet. She could have taken Sutton with her as an ally to go into that place. You know, she went in like a broken little bird. Yeah, ex exactly. Why would she do that to herself? I don't know. I don't know if she thought that maybe it was going to be Garcelle is more like a one-on-one -on -one situation, or like you know, I I mean, I definitely don't think she thought that Garcelle was going to be like kind of gunning for her when she entered the building because I think she thought Garcelle's going to be my ally and Garcelle's a, a really strong person against all of these women. Well, it was Erica, Lisa, Kyle, and Dorit. And when Crystal came in, they were all super nice to her. They were like, oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. Like, hi, we're glad you're here. And Garcelle's like, what's up, motherfucker? Let's go. Yeah. Like, something didn't sit right with me last year. This well, I mean, it must have just felt fake when she came in and they're acting like that. Because it's like, well, if you felt bad, you could have said, been more apologetic last night when you were, like, all attacking her and you know i do feel a lot of sympathy for dorit and the situation she's gone through but i really can't handle her basically saying that no one else can have any sort of trauma or emotions yeah. because she's gone through something i can't do that all season i can't have the other women also being like well you didn't do this when dorit got robbed and it's like we're still talking about shit like you know sutton going and having a margarita on the day that Dorit was robbed. And it's like, so was the world and the entire world is supposed to stop because Dorit got robbed. They're not even close. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'll say I am very, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm very considerate of her feelings and all the trauma that she has probably experienced and the healing process that she's going to have to go through. And I'm sure it's going to be a very extensive and a long road for her, right? Okay, it's not going to be something that happens overnight. And they gave us a little glimmer into her beginning the special, which I think was very interesting. Yeah, um, I do too. Is it EDMR or something like that? Yeah, I think that might might be what it was called. Yeah, um, and I thought that that was so interesting to see. But I feel like she cannot compare every single situation to hers. I understand that her... Um, senses are heightened because she is still in that fight or flight type of, you know, oh my God, I can't. And now she's probably like my life. How do you feel safe in your home when you're, you know, when she said 
my kids come into my room every single night. And every time I hear that door open, it makes me like my heart drops. It makes me feel sick. I'm like, I couldn't even imagine that. That's got to be so hard to deal with, you know, just something as trivial and as small as that could be so triggering. But I feel like also sometimes it's like she's actually turning on that fucking alarm every single night oh my gosh and it's like there's got to be something that's at least for like the doors and windows and stuff i know she mentioned that she doesn't turn it on because the kids but i would have bulletproof windows opening windows and stuff either i would have if i was her every window like that was big like that that somebody could enter in through would be a bulletproof that they can't even get through if they threw something that 100% if when you have that kind of money yeah you can really get your house fortified yeah I mean it's important especially when you are home alone a lot and you have young children but okay so I feel that here we go Ricky let's go on let's let's have the convo the choice of words that Crystal uses (laughs) you know the violated was the word last season that the Fox Force 5 didn't agree with thought that was a little aggressive but let the girl have her feelings she pulled out the dictionary she gave you the the definition it's like it is what it is right but i feel like this time she used the word dark i i that's why it's like i'd be really interested to know what Sutton allegedly said it's probably something so funny basically that's how the conversation ends at the beginning of the housewives um in beverly hills from this week is Crystal drops a bomb and says Sutton said something really dark and it could destroy her, but they're past it. And I was just like, what the fuck, Crystal? Did she say destroy? <clears throat> like ruin, cancel. Oh she, she used some sort of term that's like basically saying that she'd get canceled because of it or could well, possibly get canceled. And the way that Garcelle took it was uh, Sutton, She Crystal said to Sutton, I mean, I'm sorry, Garcelle said to Sutton, Crystal said something that would insinuate that you and I would no longer be friends or would be detrimental to our friendship. So basically against the, you know, maybe the against the Black Lives Matter movement or, you know, because that we remember the conversation in question that they're discussing is at the beginning of last season when they're at Kyle's house in La Quinta and they Sutton, Kyle and... Crystal were the only people there, had a late night combo. Crystal keeps saying Kyle was drunk because Crystal was making all those margaritas. Kyle probably was drunk, but that doesn't mean Kyle probably doesn't remember everything. And apparently that's when Sutton said something very dark that could have been detrimental to some community. I'm, a, I'm a, we're yeah, I, who assuming. That, that's what I want to know. And that's why I feel like if, if, Crystal can't tell anyone, at least tell Garcelle, because I feel like as a woman of color that has made friends with this woman, if this woman is out there truly saying crazy stuff, Garcelle should know. Yeah. Because when it comes out, Garcelle's going to be like one of the first people that people expect an answer from. Because it'd be like, did you know your friend was like this? You know, people oftentimes I feel like will attack the friend of the person that was being aggressive almost more than the person that was being aggressive. It's like the whole situation with that Jenny chick from Salt Lake city. And she got on, you know, Instagram live to make an apology for her past posts. And she had like her black friend there to make sure people knew like, Oh yeah, see, I have black friends and it all went out on him. So, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it might have something. I don't know. My one of my guesses it might have something to do related to her eating disorder or something. Well, okay, so I don't think it has anything to do that, and I wish it. Not, I wish it did, but I would at least feel that we would be having a conversation about something real. I almost feel that crystals. Once we, I almost feel like we're going to be so like really. It's, I almost feel like it's not going to even be something that the, the general masses would be maybe offended by. And it will be something so minute that maybe just Crystal and just Crystal might, it might have offended her. It might not even, I have a feeling it's going to be something so small and we're going to be like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, I wish Crystal would focus and have the conversations about 
the real shit that's going on. I wish that she would. I loved when she opened up about her culture last year. I loved when she gave us a little glimmer and she like talked about her eating disorder. And then the whole thing with her and Rinna on the doing like the yoga on the water or whatever. And then Rinna like set her up and had her wear a fucking bathing suit and Rinna wore pants. Why aren't we fucking talking about that? Why aren't we talking about Rinna fucking doing that shit to her? Why I want to talk about what's really going on in her life. Like how Jackie opened up on New Jersey about her journey. Maybe Crystal's not there yet. And so she's deflecting, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, this is, I like Crystal, but I need more. I think she's going to get us there this season. Cause I remember oh. in the, in the um, trailer, there's a scene where she's talking about her eating disorder. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. So good. Ow. Good. So I think we're going to get that. I mean, the way that the fight start, this whole fight started was kind of weird. And I, I don't disagree with her. Like the people that are in that Fox horse five group always, I feel like try to police everyone's feelings like no one's ever feeling the way they should and like their feelings what they are feeling is not relevant to them like i completely with agree with crystal on that like the women to be like sitting there like really like it's like bitches come on you know exactly what you're doing like i do feel like they were sort of like the, the thing that they do to these people is they like gaslight them by acting like they have no idea what they're talking about even though their behavior is like so oftentimes intentional yeah it's, yeah. it's it's very like girl gang watching this housewives almost more than any other city in my opinion. Well, and they all made up by the time the new season started taping, so we didn't even really get to see much of that fallout from last season because we know a lot of them kind of had some fallout after the whole Erica thing at, with the reunion. So Kyle and Lisa, Rinna, and the next a couple episodes of. Beverly Hills are going to be a little sad because we're going, we just saw in this episode, Lois had her stroke and now they're putting her into hospice. And, you know, unfortunately we know what happens next. And I think that we'll probably see that the next episode, because then they're going to be going on their girls trip. They'll be heading to Mexico soon. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going on. Oh yeah. I guess there will be like two girls trips. Cause, cause like there's also Aspen. Yes. In which Aspen, we've already heard so much about this trip, but still it's like we have no idea what's actually happened. We and saw a few of the main outings when they, you know, I we see things on social media. So the first thing we saw was Teddy on Access Hollywood or Entertainment wow. Tonight or whatever the hell she was doing, giving the interview to Dorit. You know, and that's the other thing. So Dorit got pissed that Sutton had press at her event when she was just giving an interview to Teddy a few weeks prior at Kyle's store opening. So that was an interesting situation, but it's like, it's so stupid. And like, I know that there are people that are like, well, Teddy's her friend. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I mean, you can't, get expect, it. you can't expect Sutton to cater her event to how you feel. If, if, 100%. You, if you feel uncomfortable in a lot of situations out in the public, stay home. Exactly. I agree with that. hundred percent. Like, again, I have a lot of sympathy for what Dorit went through, but I, I can't do this all season of her, you know, saying that people are being insensitive to what happened to her and all this other stuff. It's like, you've got, I mean, you've got to keep on doing therapy, but if you feel like you can't handle these situations, you're going to have to stay, like, just stay home because you, you've been on the show long enough. You know, like when press is going to be there, you know, that people are going to ask questions like the fact that, I mean, I, I don't know if it's actually going to come up this season. I don't know if any of the cast is even going to try to question what happened with Dory. There's sort of some chatter that actually behind the scenes, Kyle knew that Sutton had actually been questioning the validity of the, the Dorit break-in. That is so... Like the word on the street is, but Kyle kept on like trying to get her to talk about it on camera and trying to like bait her. And I think that's part of why Sutton has been reacting the way she is. Just like very like, we're not talking very about flippant. it. Oh, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like we are going to have a very full season for Beverly Hills. I can't wait for them to hit their vacation. And I love all the margaritas that they will probably 
drink while they are there and we're going to get to see so much shit. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, but I got to tell you after this week's Beverly Hills, wait, is there anything else we want to touch on Beverly Hills wise? No, I'm good. Cause let's move on to like the new girls. Oh my gosh. There's bitches in town. There are new bitches in town. And I have to tell you, they did not disappoint. We had the premiere episode of The Real Housewives of Dubai. We met the new ladies, and they are fabulous, fierce, and stunning. They are gorgeous. 100%. And, like, they, they're, you can just tell that they're all very strong women. And, you know, I right, as of right now, like, that's the thing that I love about these, like, new Housewives shows is like you can go into it basically liking everyone, but there's going to be some point probably in the next like three or four weeks where I'm going to be like, I hate that bitch. Or like, well, I'm team so-and-so. Yeah. Um, We're I, already, mean, yeah. I already know that there are some teams <laughs> forming, but right now like I'm sort of just enjoying all of the players because, you know, I think that Ion is definitely going to be the villain of this mm-hmm. show. And I think she, that I feel like that's the position she's sort of like auditioning for. For sure, 100%. And she knows that going against Caroline is going to be, like, the most effective way of doing that. But, like, you know what? I love a battle of bitches who both want to be the queen bee. Well, okay, so let's, so let's, for anybody you know who may not know, I actually, I actually don't get vibes from Caroline that she feels like she's, like, trying to be queen bee. Well, Caroline Stanberry, because we've got two Carolines, right? Right. And, got, and they both seem to have problems with Ayan. So we've got Lisa, who seems to be very just poised and fun and cute. And I like really liked her. Then we've got Caroline Brooks. And we've got Caroline Stanberry. And then we've got Nina, Dr. Sarah, and then supermodel Ayan, right? Yep. So we've got supermodel Ayan, who I feel like Reminds me of a Real Housewives of Melbourne Petit Fleur. That's who she, she reminds me of. Something of like a mix between like Petit Fleur and Kenya. Like Gone with the Wind, fabulous type shit. Yeah, yes, idea. Yeah. Like very much her number one fan. There's my phrase yeah. for this episode, guys. Number one fan. So I feel that this first episode was jam-packed. We got to see a little bit, like they build you. What I liked about it was, is we got to see glamour, but we got to learn about the ladies individually, but they still gave us a nice, juicy piece of drama. And, and they love, dropped the fucking the, mic at the I end. I love the production of this too. Like just the way they're like flashing in and out of things, you know, like the way they're like listing all of their details. The sketching. Love, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love um, the it's opening great. is really cool. I like the full um, body confessionals. I think that's really fresh and like being able to like, cause that's like why I do like I on like that dress that she's wearing in her confessional is so gorgeous and it's perfect for that. Cause like they have the women just offset and there's like, you know, like a nice like void for a dress to go into. Yeah. Like, I like, I like Sarah's look. The best. Yeah. Was my- Sarah's look is so good. Sarah is a vibe. So anybody who knows and loves the Bravo critics has known that I have recently learned of the ladies of London and I just binged and uh, became a Caroline Stanbury fan. And I was so excited for her. But then I like looked through everybody and I just, Sarah caught my eye and she was really like the extra, just like effortlessly chic, hot, yeah. cool girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like the main vibe. Exactly that. Is like she's like a cool chick. Yeah. She's got that Carol Radswell vibe almost. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like yeah. very successful and all of that. But like she just like has the great style and just feels so like she's easy, hot. breezy, cool. She's fucking hot. Yeah. She's yeah. so I, so, okay. So I really loved seeing how she was kind of had almost like a hippie, peaceful vibe to her too. So I'm curious to see where she falls as time goes on with the ladies. Um, 
but we got to see everybody just like a little bit about them, their families, their backgrounds. And then we got to see them intermingle at a little bit at Caroline's hen party, which I don't like that name that her bachelorette party. We got and to meet and then for the men. He didn't have one, but what do they call it? A stag party? I don't know. Stag do or something like it that. Was, it, whatever it was, that was stupid too. So yeah, I didn't like those names, but I loved that they did it on a boat and Caroline, just seeing Caroline this season. I kept the entire time they were on that boat. I kept thinking like, are we getting like below deck Dubai or something? Cause like the shots of it kept making me feel like I was watching below deck or I something. I agree. I agree. When they kind of got the water, I mean, when they got the, the, the towels when they got on the boat and taking off the shoes and all that. Then they yeah, playing games with them. Like it almost felt like one of those like Vanderpump rules, but real housewives of Beverly Hills, like crossovers. Did you catch the shade when Lisa and Brooks or Lisa? Well, I'll call her Brooks cause they call her Brooks sometimes, but it's Caroline Brooks. But uh, when Caroline Brooks and Lisa were taking off their shoes, the shade, when they're like, what kind of party, what kind of, what's the budget here? There's nobody even here to help you take off your shoes. I was like, ooh, snap, okay. That well, it's, it's also funny because, like, I mean, too bad Caroline wasn't there because she could have said something really sassy back, like, well, obviously you must not get on boats that often or you wouldn't have worn shoes that, like, lace up your entire leg. Exactly. You know, you dress for the occasion. That is what I loved about Caroline. So we get to see her in a different light. She's now but divorced. What I will say, though, is it's funny because I made a mental note at that moment. Like, yeah, in the future, if I ever go on a yacht, make sure I wear, like, easy shoes to take off. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going on a yacht in, like, a year or something. Well, it's happening. We're manifesting that. You and I keep talking about these yachts. I mean, it's happening. So, but Caroline is divorced. She's got a young, hot new man. You know, she's living her life. In Dubai, she stayed. I wonder if her husband, her ex-husband stayed in Dubai. Probably. They probably had to stay there because of custody agreements. That's probably why she stayed. So they didn't leave the country and both of the parents are nearby, but they probably just didn't. It probably made it easier. For them. To, yeah, for them. But I love, I love seeing her. She looks fresh, vibrant, happy, lighter. But that I that sun in Dubai is like doing her good or something. It is. That skin is looking great. But I will tell you this: she is still the same bad bitch. Yeah. Because they went at it at that fucking dinner at the end of the episode, and she sat there and she sat there and she's poised and she's collected. And then with two words, she shuts down the whole fucking show. And the best part about it is, is she's got experience in the game and these other ladies don't. And you see their faces like, ooh, but they liked it. Like you even see Nina smirks like the girls are like enjoying what's unfolding. And they're like, oh, shit is going down. And this was the first episode. I we, know, had we, had Brooks, we had Brooks over there reading Ion too, because she was talking about her scarecrow hair. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, she said her hair was or her wig was shifted back at least three inches. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my gosh. But and it, like Nina starts like quickly lighting that uh sage when the they sage. Wait, and Nina's like, so it's official sage doesn't work. I thought it was so funny when Ayan went to go make a toast at the dinner and she's like, I want to make a toast to Nina. Ding ding, hits her glass, and then she's like, But I also just want to ask a question. <laughs> and then Lisa's like, wait a second, I thought you were about to make a toast. Like <laughs> what the hell you know and she's like no if i wasn't at caroline sanberry's bachelorette party her hen party i don't want to fucking talk about it i wasn't included it doesn't interest me and sarah was not there either yeah so and sarah was kind i feel like that's almost the way ion should have like played it off as like i didn't want to be there anyways and then she said so the, the whole controversy started with Brooks making a joke, Caroline Brooks making a joke to Ion, basically saying Caroline Stanberry only invited people that she thought were important. And Ion took offense to that because, you know, she's a big supermodel and she's like, honey, I am important. I'm the most important. I'm the most beautiful. I am that bitch. And Caroline Stanberry is like, no, it's just because I don't even really know you that much. And I can only put a certain amount of people on the boat and you weren't one of them. Like, stop yeah. making it about you. Nobody even cares or thought about you. 
And, and I just loved how Sarah's like, I wasn't invited either. Yeah. And she's like, unless be happy for uh, another woman's great moment. And she goes, Ayan goes, I have great moments every day. We all have great moments every day. <laughs> well, I, I could already tell that she was like wild, like wild. I mean, that lunch that they had and where uh, it was Lisa and Ayan and Caroline called and she was like starting to like yell Get Stop. off the phone. You're yeah. on your head lunch um, with me. Yeah. I was like, damn, she is like going in. I love Lisa too. I think Lisa is hilarious. But She's I just like right this here. weird little rivalry between Brooks and Ion. Yeah, like, it's fun. I don't understand like where it came from, but like, you know, they act like they're friends, but like they, they're like frenemies. They are friends. Well, and Brooks, we know Caroline Brooks is friends with Phaedra. So I can't wait to see that unravel and see. Phaedra make her Dubai appearance, but I have to tell you. After that Scarecrow read and all the stuff about the weave, I was like, it makes sense that she's fr friends with Phaedra. For sure. She <laughs> and she is going to be the best reader and that gives the best shade for the for the season. Definitely. I see that. And she also, I will tell you this, Ion deserved everything that she got at that dinner because she went in and asked for it. But I'll tell you this. When Caroline Stanberry said, I never said that she wasn't important. And then she goes, but now I have. And then the, just the music that they just put onto that. And the ladies were just like, oh, my God. It was, Ayan, it was a literal, like, mic drop. Ayan wanted to cry. And my husband watched Dubai with me. I watched it twice. And he was with me both times I watched it. And he saw the beginning of it the first time I watched it and he did not see the end. And then he saw the ending the second time I watched it. And when Caroline Stanberry said that, he goes, oh. and he goes, she looks, he looks at me, he goes, she looks like she's going to cry. And I'm like, she does. Like she, what, when they did say that, no bitch, no, now I did say it though. So fuck you. Like then she was like, E dagger and i'm like sorry for you bitch you deserve it yeah <laughs> i mean she was sort of asking for it by continuing to to prod the situation not kind of ricky she fucking asked for it she came in yeah she came i'm in. the most fabulous i'm the best well, I'm i think that's also like what was sort of funny like when they're at dinner she's like well let's i only like to talk about things that i was involved in well as I was like, I was like, I was like, these, <laughs> yeah. I just wouldn't say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's, just, a lot, that's how a lot of people feel. It's like when you just sit there and don't say anything. What do I say when you and I are always talking? I'm always like, all right, so back to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking, but I'm not, you know what I mean? Um, it is more fun if you're included. I get it. But just sit there, take it like a champ and, you know, but we wouldn't, it wouldn't be housewives if she didn't do it. She came in. She knew the assignment. Ayan's about to take us for a ride. Let's buckle up. I have to tell you, Lisa had probably my favorite outfit in the premiere episode. I love you, Caroline Stanberry. I love you. I love you. But you did not win fashion for me on your... I hated her hen party dress. And I, I liked her her camel color dress just because she looked so fucking good in it. But I wasn't a huge fan of it. Her confessional looks look fantastic. Yeah. Sarah had my favorite confessional look, but Lisa wore a green pair of shoes, um, a green purse. She had a green, was it a green skirt and like a blue, a top. blue blouse that was fierce. She looked so damn good. I was like, damn girl. I think I she's one of the ones that I was surprised that I like as much as I do. Like, she's a pretty top contender for me. You know who she's going to be in the season, I think? Well, no, because who does she – she goes after Caroline. Her and Caroline are going to have some issues. So yeah. I'm curious to see – because I was going to say she well, – like That's why I was sort of like, I don't know if I'll like her that much because, like, I'm already, like, getting pre – I'm getting pre-warmed up because I'm I'm such a Caroline Stanberry right. fan, and I don't think that's going to change. But it's hard when you, when there are new women that you like. But like, I'm gonna try as long as I can to just ride the fence and support all of the women because right now I think that they're all doing really good at making television. Well, you I, I love Lisa, and like her family's so interesting with like 
that how they're like, oh yeah, like all the kids say water different, like a British way, a Jamaican way, and and the like American way. Was that not the cutest thing you've ever seen? I was like, yeah. I can't. And the water. Your husband's so hot cute. too. Yeah, yeah, he is. They look like a cute little family. So I was really pleased with the first episode. I cannot wait to get a little bit more of the Dubai ladies because they just are giving me life. I feel like we waited for them for so long and we barely got a preview before we got the premiere episode. So I was like, thank you. It's finally here. I waited long enough. See, there's your your um, gay pride gift, June 1st. Yeah. You got your... Caroline well, Sanders. That's why it's sort of like, you know, everyone's pointing out the irony that the show came out on the, the first day of Pride Month because of like the homophobic laws and customs in Dubai. That is ironic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't know how much they're going to address that, but I, I would be interested for them to answer some questions about that sort of stuff. But it's like, I don't know how much they can for, you know, I don't know what the repercussions are against, like, you know, if you're speaking out against the government, I feel like they're sort of being very PC about how they're talking about things. Do we think Andy's, do we think Andy's going to go, will we get a live reunion? Do you think Andy will go to Dubai and interview the ladies? I, I mean, I guess, I don't know if he's ever been to Dubai, but one of my questions would be like, well, as a gay man, do you, would you feel comfortable going to Dubai? Yeah. That's 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 an interesting question. I think I that whether we see, I know that there are gays that go to Dubai, and we get to see Luke go to Caroline's wedding. But oh yeah, it's yeah. only because they're part of like this like rich upper class that can get away with more. I'm so excited for Caroline's wedding too. I wonder you have well, to you have to think Ricky there probably is more protection yep. for the well that you have to think there probably is unfortunately more protection for the wealthy yeah that's just the world that's we live in the world the way the world works mm -hmm. um, but i'm excited to see caroline's wedding and get to see some familiar faces the, the ladies of london i really want to see we all know i love juliet so i'm excited to see her yeah i was totally surprised when they said that the wedding is in like a month because I thought the wedding was going to be sort of like a finale event, which maybe still is. Maybe the wedding is going to be several episodes long because I or think it maybe, was a three-day event. But maybe something happens in terms of drama of not being invited to weddings or guests of wedding events. This might have just been the very first taste, her bachelorette party, and then who knows if they'll be because obviously Ayan wasn't invited to that, so she's probably not going to be invited to anything else. Well, and it makes me wonder if they had filmed longer and were basically just, they chose like what the starting point was going to be to fit like some sort of schedule. Maybe. Um, because like they talked to like Caroline talked about how like her and Ayan have like been around each other a couple times and they didn't have good energy. So I'm wondering like, was the first time they met the first time they were filming and um, they've like actually filmed a couple scenes. I mean, there's probably going to, you know, they always do this stuff where they fill in stuff with like flashbacks and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if they also just like change the timeline and just like use some of that stuff for fluff. I mean, we won't probably know, but to see if they use some of the stuff they filmed earlier on as fluff between the wedding and this hen party. Yeah. I think they wanted it to start out with like an exciting event. I pay attention to the editing, so I'll I'll take note and let you guys know if I notice any extra fluff pushed in there. But I, I was excited. I thought it was a good season. I mean, I thought it was a good episode. It was a good good start of the season for me. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. It's everything I wanted it to be and more. So well, and we also have some other stuff. So that was our. I think June is a big month for us Bravo fans because we have the Dubai premiere. And then we have two new shows coming at the end of June. June 23rd, we've got Southern Charm, a new season. Miss Paige DeSorbo makes her, right, come on now. her appearance let's, on there. Let's not, let's not start throwing hands. And then we also get 
our queen Dorinda back on our screen. So many queens back on our screens uh, that evening because we get the ultimate girls trip at Bluestone Manor part two. So I'm excited about that. We have so many ladies. We're going to get Tamara and Vicky and Phaedra and Eva and Taylor and Jill and Dorinda. And I, I feel like the show is such a long time coming. Like, because we knew about these shows when they filmed and they only filmed for like a week. It's like, why have we had to wait since like, I think they filmed like last August. I it's know. like, we've had to wait so long. I'm so happy. It's almost here. I'm so the rumor is that they're filming the third season starting on July 15th. I know. And that cast is interesting, but I don't know if it's hundred percent confirmed. You see the rumors and the rumblings, but it's, I mean, we are going to have Giselle and Karen, if that's true. So that will be interesting to get them to just have a fun. I like watching them. They're fun on my TV. They always make, Karen makes me fucking laugh. But I'm, I'm so, okay. So Southern Charm, we're going to get Naomi back. Naomi is coming back to Southern Charm and we've missed her. She's beautiful. She's broken up with well, Matul. Don't say, don't say we. We love Naomi. I used to, but then she fucked Craig after she broke up with Matul and she was also a bitch to Craig. It's like you can't, everybody can't be. I mean, she should have. She just should have known better. Let the. It's also like why isn't why did they not like why was Paige also so worried about what was going on in everyone else's life when like so this is also the thing fucking everyone he was on her list already so she was able to go back because he was already on the list so do not hate on the girl do not slut shame her right now Ricky no I'm joking <laughs> joking guys it's a fucking joke okay but for real. <laughs> <laughs> but for real I'm not still shaming her I'm just grossed out by Craig <laughs> he, he hates Craig so much that's the thing I don't hate Craig now Austin I don't know if I'm going to be able to withstand a full season of him on my screen but I think I'll be okay because I'm pretty sure Madison's going to probably destroy him at every chance she gets and that's always a good time so I love that and Madison is so beautiful I just want to watch her all the time on my screen and I know this sounds mean and horrible but she gives me like stassi mean girl early season vibes and i am here for it because it's fun for me to watch on my tv i don't want to you know i think she's friends with them i think she's fucking funny i wish that there were a different show instead of southern charm because my thing with southern charm is i, I don't like any of the men it's so almost run it's it, yeah so that makes it really hard for me to watch it well, and like, Catherine's a fucking mess. Like all the guys are like douchebags that I wouldn't want any of my girlfriends to like. Never. No. And it's so painful. Like, because I'm like, I can't be a good gay best friend and watch my girls be with these guys. Well, so that's kind of like. But imagine this, like if they like had just gone in a completely different direction and they decided to make it just about the girls and like cut the men out. And it's like, we saw Cameron and Chelsea and Madison Maybe I could take Naomi back in that situation. And then, I don't know, Leva, but I guess we can throw her on there. Leva? I, I will tell you this. Um, Cam, I haven't watched Southern Charm in a few years, so. Cam ran her course for me. I'm, I was okay. I mean, I'm okay if she came back as, like, a friend of, but eh, she brings nothing really to the table but her snarky judgment. She gives nothing of her real life. And it's like, okay. And then the boys, I think Southern Charm needs to tie it up. And it's going to be time to kind of maybe start taking in a nice bow out. Um, and I think that that's why maybe Bravo was, I think have maybe Bravo made a mistake by crossing over the boys into other shows because that just only amplified and exhilarated the speed in which people begun, began to dislike them, both Craig and Austin. Yeah. Like and I don't understand why they didn't the send some of the girls. But I'll tell you, Chelsea, not interesting enough, although I loved her when she told Craig, did he have a pussy or something or whatever? She had a bigger dick than he did or something like that. That's what I liked about her is, like, she was always the one that, like, stood up against the men for being dumbasses. Yeah. Shep is a joke and a fucking asshole. Yeah, I can't stand him either. And Thomas Ravenel is a fucking perv, but he hasn't been on there for forever. And Catherine's a hot mess. Yeah. I, I just saw a clip the other day and like it's it's probably one of my favorite Madison scenes and it's when she's telling Shep and Danny that he she had heard 
from Austin that <gasps> gave Danny chlamydia. Oh my God, when they were sitting on the couch at the yeah, party. She's like, oh, really? You want to go there? Well, I heard you gave her chlamydia. Oh my gosh. I fucking love Madison. She brought, she gave that show a little bit of life. It, she pumped it up. She gave it what it needed. But I got to tell you, her and Austin are so fucking toxic. But her favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite lines in life comes from Madison LaCroix. And it's shut your fucking Muppet mouth. Shut your Muppet mouth. Like that was to Craig at the reunion when he deserved it because he was rocked and he was so horrible to her and disgusting. Yeah. And the fact that Paige was not turned off by that. And I, everybody's like, Paige is Craig at the Southern Charm reunion. I'm like, that's the stupidest comparison I ever heard in my life. Like, shut up. I think that she was channeling the same energy, just not as drunk. Not at all. That's not drunk. Not at all. I don't think so. I just think that. I don't know. You hang out with garbage, you start to stink. Don't get me started on Lindsay Hubbard. So then they will, then we got to go back through the whole summer summer house thing. But I well, like I don't watch summer house anymore. So yeah, like I like um, my girls. <laughs> I like I like I like Paige. So I'm excited for her and her fashion in Charleston. Oh and I'm curious God. to see how her and Madison interact. So that will be interesting. I'm curious to see how Paige and Naomi are going to interact because we see Paige getting pissed off at Craig for hanging out with Naomi. So that's going to be a fun trip. And then we got to see a little preview because the housewives made an appearance at the MTV movie awards they're presenting and doing all that fun stuff. And so we got to see a little sneak peek of Taylor screaming at Brandy. Cracking me up when she like referenced the me. cat meme. But yeah, and it was apparently that cat's birthday just a couple of days ago. And I know only know this because um, Taylor shared something on her stories. And it was like the cat's birthday party. And I was like, I love that she... Is has, with this cat. <laughs> she has like welcomed that. I think, and it's hilarious because Taylor's pointing and yelling and leaning over the table in the same manner that she did in the scene that they pulled for that meme. So that's hilarious. It could, you, it was, you know, you couldn't have written it better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for that. So I think Girls Trip is going to be really exciting. And you guys, if you have not listened to our interview with Dorinda, Make sure you do go it. back and do that. We had the pleasure of interviewing Dorinda uh, at the end of April, and she was delightful. And we pushed that out for you as soon as we could. And it is an awesome interview. We touch everything pre-Roni, Roni, Ultimate Girls Trip. And it was it was a great time. It was a it was a dream for Ricky and I. So make sure you go back and listen to the Dorinda Medley episode. And the best part is she also gives her take on who she thinks should be the um, like who her Roni legacy dream cast is. Yeah, because we got to talk our dream cast. Ricky and I gave our ultimate legacy dream cast, and we wanted we were curious who she thought, and she gave some goodies. So make sure you go and check that out. And I don't think you'll be surprised by it. Well, maybe there are a few surprises actually now that yes, there are. So, but make sure that you go check out our episode with Dorinda and thanks for joining us again today, guys. If you have not, please go and rate review and subscribe our podcast. It means more to us than, you know, and all the platforms. So there's no excuses. No excuses. So yes, rate, review, subscribe. We love you guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Myself, Ariel at Bravo and T, Ricky at That Bravo Gay. And then of course, both of us in our amazing podcast at Bravo Critics. And uh, until next time, cheers. Cheers, guys. Everyone's a critic.